0: Hi there, welcome to this week's episode of podcast with me, Russell Davis. Like last week, we're going further upstream. Instead of looking at the content of our feelings, how to manage our feelings, get better feelings, we're going further upstream to look at the nature of a feeling as a concept, as a construct. For me, when we start doing that, we start to find the answers we're looking for. We get out of the weeds and start seeing things with a bigger picture and start connecting to a bigger picture of us our soul our innate well-being so let's dive in and explore that if you enjoy the podcast please subscribe so you get further updates and please leave a review or rating wherever you get your podcasts it helps share the podcast and share the love of my life. I flatlined through life. I had a very, very narrow band of emotions. I avoided conflict. I avoided what I would label back then negative emotions. But the thing is you can't selectively tune out particular emotions when you try to avoid what we call our negative emotions. We actually end up avoiding all emotions. And I thought actually it was, a, it was a good way of being, and I was kind of calm, I was grounded, but I wasn't really grounded, and I wasn't really calm. I was externally calm, but what motivated that way of being was actually fear. And looking back, I can see how I was almost scared of emotion. I thought it was destructive, when we call negative emotions. I thought it was destructive. I was really confused about what emotions meant. and I want to share some of the things I've learned about feelings, emotions over the years that help me be free from not feeling stuff, because you can't stop feeling things. You can't stop having emotions, but being free from having any kind of judgment or thinking about it. To allow these feelings to come and go like clouds on a breeze. To not take other people's feelings so personally. And not be scared of any feeling. so not trying to control my state in a way. And the first thing I began to understand is yeah, feelings don't harm us. Because feelings don't really mean anything. Feelings are not our truth, they're not our wisdom, they're our true self. Feelings are our thoughts which are judgments that are coming alive into our nervous system in this moment and we can't control thought. We're not thinking beings We're beings that have thought. Thought is spontaneous and sometimes our thoughts come alive into our nervous system And it is what it is in that moment. It's not good, it's not bad, it's not right, it's not wrong. Even Shakespeare said, there is no right or wrong, but thinking makes it so. It's from Hamlet. So emotions are not right or wrong, or good or bad. They just are what they are. It's an expression of energy in that moment. And the more I begin to realise, actually... It's okay to have an emotion. doesn't harm you, doesn't kill you. You're not bad or you're not wrong. I guess as a child it's very much to you know, be seen and not heard. I didn't really feel I had a voice growing up. I didn't feel there was someone who really was interested in my, expre- my expression, my feelings. It's very much just keep your head down and don't rock the boat. So I guess I learned to either suppress my emotions just not acknowledge them just move on wasn't it important but the emotions are important you know I think the problem is when we start to suppress our emotions when we judge our emotions try to change our emotions that's when the problem lies mm-hmm. one of the downsides of a podcast is you can't see me and one of my favourite visual aids is a is a glitter ball it's a it's a rubber ball for liquid with lots of bits of glitter in like a snow globe. And sometimes that's our head. Sometimes that's our psychology. We can get triggered by something and feel a strong emotion. Lots of thoughts about something, strong thoughts about something. You know, thoughts and feelings are two sides of the same coin. You can't have a thought without a feeling. You can't have a feeling without a thought. Sometimes you are more consciously aware of the emotion, the feeling. We're not even aware of what the thought is behind it. In the back of our head, there'd be a story, though, that's creating that emotion. Sometimes they're more aware of the thoughts going around our head, but aren't aware of any particular strong feeling associated with it. So it's glitter ball. Sometimes, yeah, we get triggered. And we can feel angry, we can feel sad, we can feel happy. And it gets triggered. And just like the glitter ball, it's a self-correcting system. What happens is we have judgments about our feelings. Whether it's good or bad or helpful or not. We almost try to avoid negative feelings, trying to get away from those and back into feeling calm and peace. And that causes the problem because that trying to manage our state means we actually inadvertently put more energy into the system so the glitter doesn't settle. The more we allow our emotions, no, we don't have to be scared of them. It's a bit like a... A toddler having a tantrum. When a toddler has a tantrum, they have nothing on it. They're not trying to fix it. They're not trying to change it. They're not doing their breathing, their mindfulness. They're not doing doing any intervention. They're just expressing it. It's not pleasant. But there's no judgment about it. They're not judging themselves for expressing it. They don't care what other people think of them, while they express it. Because deep down, they don't think or feel they're bad or wrong for expressing it. And they're not scared of it. They're just in it. And then what happens? It moves on. It's soon forgotten. The glitterboard settles all on its own. But as adults, we roll our sleeves up and we try to stop it, prevent it, or control it, resent it. We have a load of thinking about our feelings. So we stack a load of thinking upon thinking. And the more we understand the nature of a feeling, the less we have to be scared of it. You know, it's like our brain is not a camera. We don't take in information and process it in our brain. Our mind is like a projector. It's like we wear glasses, these goggles, and they're actually a screen. And we're projecting a movie on the back of those glasses. And that's what we're seeing. That's what we're experiencing in life. And these glasses are thought, they're our perception of life, of situations. And that's what we're experiencing. So our feelings actually don't know anything what's happening behind that screen, behind those glasses. In front of the glasses, in the real world, our feelings are experiencing everything behind the lens. Everything our eyes are seeing on this movie screen. Your feelings don't know anything about your life. The past or even future. You can't feel the future. It doesn't exist. You're feeling your imagination, your movie. So your feelings have one job. Your feelings are telling you how much thinking you've got in this moment. Because when you're fully present to a situation, to life, to this moment, you can't have a strong emotion. When you're fully present to something, you're grounded, you're calm, you're just being. It's a state of being. When you've got a strong emotion, it's telling you no longer being present. Because our mind is time travelling. An emotion is saying you're no longer in the here and now. You're no longer seeing yourself and life through perspective and clarity. You've gone into some story. You've taken some thinking from the past and projecting that into the future. Sadness might be a lot of past thinking. Worry, fear, anxiety might be a lot of future thinking. Whatever it is, your feeling is telling you how present you are to this moment. And how connected to your innate resources you are. Because your innate resources for clarity, instinct, intuition, creativity, ideas, solutions. All those wonderful, amazing resources we have as a human being, they show up in the moment. In reality, in this moment when we're present, this moment, because that's how we're designed to be as a human being. We're designed to be present to the moment. So our innate resources show up when we're present, and our feelings are telling us like a alarm bell, ding, ding, ding You're no longer present. So most our feelings like a barometer to the quality of our state of mind. It's all it is. Your feelings are not a guidance mechanism. It's another thing. We often think our feelings mean something to listen to our feelings. But your feelings are not a good guidance mechanism to life. You know, imagine a murderer might have a good feeling as they kill someone. So feelings know nothing about yourself or life. In the space between thoughts, in the quiet moments of life... There's a deeper guidance mechanism, our instinct, our intuition, our wisdom, whatever you want to call it, our gut. There's an inner knowing that exists even below our our feelings, in the moments of quiet. Often comes a sense of peace. It might be a bit scary coming out of your comfort zone, but there's a rightness to it. It's not a strong emotion, there's a deeper knowing, it's the right thing, a deeper grounding. So your feelings are not a guidance mechanism. If you're waiting for the right feeling to do something, they could be waiting a long time. Some people wait until they feel confident enough to do something. Well, confidence is a feeling you get having done something. It's not a prerequisite for doing anything. So the more we understand the true nature of a feeling, we don't have to be scared of it. We don't have to listen to it. We can notice it and not go beyond noticing it. We can allow it. We can be in it. What if you can know you're okay, whether you feel okay or not? For me, that's true freedom. For me, true freedom is not never feeling anxious, never feeling scared. True freedom is not caring how you feel we still have to take responsibility for our feelings as in own them, can't blame other people for them because nothing makes us feel anything. And as I like this phrase about husbanding your feminine so our feelings are the feminine essence of us. We all have masculine and feminine within us. Women tend to have more feminine than masculine but we all have both. So feelings, emotions are feminine energy and uh, the calm kind kind of logical part of us is more masculine. And we all have both. I've this phrase about husbanding your feminine so if you're caught into emotion yeah your husband needs to husband that feminine take responsibility for it so don't leak it onto other people he's going to take five minutes out take five minutes out and he's going to punch a pillow go and punch a pillow but take responsibility for it one thing I've learned is when I'm, a bit of a, I'm in a bit of a pissy mood to tell my wife I'm in a bit of a pissy mood right now I'm just something's worrying about me I don't know what it is or I'm just a bit pissed off about something And I can just say to her, it's nothing to do with you. And I take ownership of it. I don't always do that. I often forget. Sometimes I do blame her for emotions. We forget this stuff. Because it's so seductive. Our feelings are so seductive. They really do tell us, listen to me. I'm going to help you. I'm here to help you. Because they're based on a bunch of childhood thinking that kind of served us in some way as a child. But just continuing it out of habit. In all innocence, they're just continuing out of habit. So, we understand the true nature of feeling, we don't have to be scared of it. Got a friend and a mentor that, we had a conversation about feelings, he said the same thing. how you know, used to kind of flatline through life, and then he became an alcoholic, and when he drank. He was ecstatic—a really happy, high feeling. The next morning, he crashed into a real low of remorse and guilt. Then he became sober, and he had ever even, had never even try, a tighter control over his feelings. He was scared that if he went down to a low state, he might turn to alcohol again. And thankfully, he's been—he's been sober for for decades. But he can see now the true nature of a feeling. He doesn't have to be scared of it. He doesn't need to do anything about it. He can just allow it. We're only one thought away from being back in peace and being in clarity. And if we trying to manage our state, we're not actually being present. And it can feel scary to allow a feeling because part of things well, surely if I allow it, it's just gonna get stronger, it's gonna become all consuming. I'm never gonna it's never gonna move on. I'll be stuck in it forever. Well, you couldn't hold on to a feeling forever if you wanted to. You can imagine being angry with your partner and never forgiving them and being angry for life. But you couldn't. It's impossible. You couldn't hold on to a feeling forever if you wanted to because that's the nature of a thought. It's the nature of a feeling. They come and go. So you can't control them. You don't have to be scared of them. And the more we understand that, we can know we're okay whether we feel okay or not. And just like the glitter ball, it just settles all on its own. When we try to control the feeling, that's when it gives it strength, that gives it power. It's like fighting thought with thought. And that's why habitually we find it hard to, to let our feelings go, or they stick around longer than is actually kind of enjoyable, or even we think helpful, or... It can just be tiring and wearing. It's because part of us is resenting it. Part of us is going to battle with it. It actually gives it strength. The more we allow it, it actually takes the power out of it. And it moves on quicker. So just be aware. Feelings or thoughts are come alive into your nervous system. You're not bad or wrong for feeling them because they just are what they are. There's no such thing as a bad feeling or a good feeling or a positive feeling or a negative feeling. They're just thoughts about our feelings. Even the things we label as positive or good feelings, they're the same as any other feeling. And the fact that when I say our feelings are telling you how present you are, if you have an overwhelming strong positive feeling happiness giddiness you're still not being present It's still not a place of wisdom and clarity it's not the place to make the best decisions but when we feel what we call kind of positive emotions we've got nothing on it we're not trying to stop it we're not trying to manage it we don't resent it we feel it and it moves on what if we can have the same relationship with what we call negative emotions? And this is a judgment, it's a thought. Well, we can allow it and take nothing from it, just allow it. And the same thing, it'll just move on. will just move on. Your innate well-being is within you. Your okayness is not dependent on how you feel. With spiritual beings having a physical experience. The true you is the you that knows you're having a feeling. The real you is the observer of the feeling. That's who you really are. That's your soul, that's your true self. So you're okay whether you feel okay or not. You can allow yourself to express the feeling you're not bad or wrong for having it. And it's not going to stay forever if you wanted it to. So your feelings are letting you know how present you are. It's all it is. It doesn't know anything about your life. Feelings are never the problem. It's our thinking about our feelings, it's our feelings about our feelings. Anxiety is not a problem. It's the stress, it's the anxiousness about anxiety. So, one of if you can be aware of your feelings in a different way. One of if you can begin to change your relationship with feelings. To know actually, it's okay. It doesn't mean anything. You can allow it. You kind of surf the wave. It will pass. It will pass. It doesn't know anything about your future. And the more you allow yourself to ride these waves, you're gonna know you, you're gonna know you're gonna be okay, whatever happens more connected to something deeper within you, that knows you're okay, whatever your